0: Welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, science fiction, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. And today you're joining us for a discussion on the first part of The Light of All That Falls, book three in the Lycanius trilogy by James Eilington. I like this so far. It's all right. I like this so far too. There's a lot of interesting things happening. I definitely am enjoying myself a lot more than I was in the beginning of book two. Agreed. Everybody is spread out just like they were in the second book, but they're in much cooler places now. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of book two, we had a bunch of tofu that we were flavoring and like,
1: "Mm, it's only going to get so good. Whereas now everyone's like eating a different meal. I'm like, okay, I can get into this.
0: Yeah. I mean, still a lot of new terms, new places and more MacGuffins and things. I wasn't really expecting that. I think it could be very well explained by a text I sent you earlier that I'd like to read everyone. Chad and I text each other about these books all the time. Because we just can't get enough of each other. Personally, from all these edits, I'm pretty sick of both Dude, of them. Dude, I'm sure you're so tired of <laughs> hearing about our voices. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I say, I'm surprised that in book three, we'll go into huge conversations that is like, okay, we took this one thing and we plugged it into this new word and it made the new word thing start the new wording, but it required two new words, new words in order to make the new word, new word, new word. <laughs> And then Evan responded with, but only if this new word is new word, because new word will new word all
0: the new words except for this new word. (laughs) (laughs) Which I feel like sums it up pretty well. It does. But I mean, now that we're in the third book, the new words are now old words, and I can back up the new new words with the old new words yeah you know so it's like it's not i don't feel i feel very much like i have a grasp on what's happening here i know what a lot of these things are i understand the weight behind all of these revelations and maybe book three will be kind of like less of that hopefully like maybe book three will be kind of like a summation and just some new stuff in the beginning and then just a big giant ending and i have read a lot of spoiler free thankfully conversations between people online about these books and apparently apparently that ending i mean apparently we're in for quite the ending of this trilogy and everything makes sense and i'm pretty excited it is
1: going to be a task to wrap all of this up in what i would consider to be a clean way
0: it's very complicated have you ever played magic the gathering
1: oh yeah one game in high school and i won and then i was like i don't think i'm ever going to play another one of these games 'Cause I'm just gonna be one one, I'm gonna win this forever. And then I never have played another game.
0: Well, what I've noticed about Magic the Gathering when I've played it and had it explained to me by my friends is I'll draw a card and I'll ask my friend for clarification, say, okay, so this card does this, right? And inevitably the answer is always yes, except for when this happens. Except but but when this other card comes onto the field. <laughs> so I think I feel like this book is kind of like playing Magic the Gathering a little bit where I feel very secure in something, but there's always like this little thing where it's like, well, yeah, but except when this is going and when this is happening, none of this works. Right. And, and I have to keep all of that. So it's like, it's not even a question necessarily of, of understanding what all these terms mean. It's there's a, there's a whole context to all of these terms, right? They're all so interconnected with everything else that that is kind of like, if I was struggling with something, that's kind of what I'm struggling with is remembering all the little rules and details about every single new term and how it mm-hmm. fits in with all the rules and details of everything else. So, yeah, very intricate, for sure. I'm kind of bumbling
1: my way through things that I don't understand based off things that I barely understand. So it's right. like asking me to write computer code before I've learned how to write numbers. And it's like, well, I need the foundation first in order to understand the significance of where you're taking this stuff. You know, he lays down a world beautifully, but then he starts breaking it and time traveling. And like like I said, we're going into theoretical land. I'm looking for a Miss Frizzle, but I'm getting Isaac Newton. I'm like, where's Bill Nye at? And he's like, Stephen Hawking. I'm like,
0: ah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. But with all that, let's get right into our first synopsis. All right. One year after the events at the Boundary and Ilshan Gathdel-Teth, Caden meets Alaris in Alcatronen. Caden tries to trade Seer's whereabouts in exchange for Davian's release. Alaris refuses, and the two fight. Caden escapes and simultaneously sends Alaris to the wells. Weir, Driskan Thrall, Tayris, Drass, and Laman meet in secret to discuss current events. Weir is worried there may be more Banes loose on their side of the boundary. The Tolathian Council is split on their opinion of what to do about Weir being able to control people with his Oathstone. They are nearly found out by Tol-Shen guards, but Weir subdues them with the Oath Stone. Weir questions Dross and finds out he had a part in controlling the king during the blind attack. We get confirmation that Tol-Shen knew of the blind attack and used that knowledge for political gain. Davian, imprisoned in Ilshan Gathdel-Teth, is roused by Cassandra. Cassandra takes him to an arena and demands he fight a man named Metaniel to the death. The man has been sowing discontent for the venerate, questioning their motives and advocating against war in the south. Davian and Mataniel square off, but Mataniel signals for Davian to wait and kills himself with his own sword. Davian removes the man's helmet, but he has never seen him before. Asha wakes in the Doken, shifting painfully back and forth from the Doken to the tributary. A woman named Ellie speaks to Asha in the Doken, saying something is wrong with the process. They train together, and another woman shows up, Diara, one of the Venerate. Asha immediately attacks Diara, but Diara insists she just wants to talk. Diara shows Asha a vision of Davian in the arena after Mataniel kills himself. Diara gives Asha one week to decide whether she will help the Venerate and thereby free Davian. Asha is suspicious and speaks with Ellie after Diara departs, wondering what she can do in the Dokkan to prevent Diara coming back and killing her. Caden wakes up on a mountain and has a memory of traveling with a man named Alchesh. They descend into Ishal Tereth Kal and speak about Shaylis, snake-like beings that trained Caden in essence. They find a shaless named Orden. Caden then wakes and feels himself being carried by someone. He has another memory about Orden. He offers Orden hundred and forty-two scales of other Shaylis. There is a missing scale, and Orden asks about a Shaylis named Estin. Caden explains that Cassandra captured her. Caden reveals how the Dargathan were created. Ordin shows them a chamber called Aloya Eloni, where the Shaelists keep their forges of rebirth. Ordin begins using severs to dissipate the Shaelists' scales Caden gave to him. Ordin connects Elchesh to the forge, and Elchesh says he sees everything. Okay, that was a lot. New word, new word. So many new words. So, so, so many. I got questions. You got questions. You want to go first?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I love this because like together we make a fairly intelligent
0: person. <laughs> right. Totally. I do want to touch real quick on there. There's a fight scene right in the prologue. A mm. couple pages into this giant book. And what it was an awesome fight scene. I liked it a lot. Very, very good. The setting was super cool. It was emotional. There's a lot, so much history between Caden and Alaris. Alaris is sad about this whole situation. Caden is sad about this whole situation. They both want things the other are not quite willing to give up because of lies they think the other one has been told and lies that they're worried that they believe. It's a really complicated fight, and it ends with Caden falling through this portal and trapping Alaris, and it was just, it was so good. It was an awesome way to start the book off, even though after that, We're in kind of a weird political, weird chapter where a lot of things are revealed, but I don't know. I kind of struggled through that weird chapter. It was pretty boring, to be honest. Me too. I couldn't
1: agree more about the fight scene, though. I was like, I was so excited because it started off so good. And I was even talking to my roommate about it. I was like, man, this book is starting out strong. And then 20 minutes later, I was like, we started so strong. (laughs) And now we're in the forest, literally in the forest lighting fires when we're trying to hide in the dark, whatever. One thing that I love about the Venerate is they've lived so long that they don't put things off like I feel the normal person would. You know, like, they're obviously friends. They don't want to have this fight. They don't want to kill each other. But as soon as they kind of arrive at, like, that's your decision? Yes. This is my decision. Okay. Then there was no more discussion. Like, we're just basically takes out his sword. And he's like, let's do it. You mean, uh, oh, excuse me, Caden. Yeah, Caden. Caden takes out his sword. And it was just like, there's nothing beyond that. And they don't even put it off till later. They're like, well. We're just going to get it done now. One thing that I have a little bit of beef with, with Caden and his preparation for that is when he's falling, he was like, I wish I had a more time to create another portal. So I didn't mangle my own body at the end. And it's like, man, you were the one who set up this whole thing. You started the timer you decided <laughs> when you started the timer. So you could have just made two and then started the timer.
0: So it doesn't making a portal take like hours. Yeah. Uh, spend a couple more hours or do it the next day. Like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Question
1: before we move on. I wanted to ask you, does he send him
0: to Rez Kartha? It said he sent him to the Wells. Yeah. Is that Rez Kartha? I don't know. Because we haven't seen Alaris this whole time. No, yeah, I think right? he's... So I don't I really think know what's going on. I chilling in the Wells. I read the Wells, and I don't know. I don't even... Maybe that's got another name. that You're I right. It up. is
1: the Wells. I just don't know where that is. Yeah. Because um, that's where um, Davian says to tell Asha to tell the Shadraheen
0: that Caden's going to the wells. Yeah, I think that is... It might be Rescarthur where Caden picked up Lycanius. Yeah. But I, he, no, I don't no, know. No, no, because he says
1: uh, he's going to... He's taking Lycanius to the wells. So that means he already had it by that point. And that's where he's training. I think he's training with... um. What's that guy's name that dies by Nefgala? Nephgal, Asar? Asar, yeah. That, I think they're in the wells then. I think those are the
0: wells. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because that is cool. where Caden goes afterwards. Yeah, it was a little hazy on... Where exactly Alaris ended up, but I thought it was cool that he sent him somewhere. Totally, right. that was kind of the crux of that.
1: I love how like none of the other Venerate have taken the time to learn portals. Like, come on, guys, you had five thousand <laughs> years,
0: you couldn't really like just figure out the portal these, thing. A few of these key characters. Yeah, it's just endpoints. Okay, so Davian and Mateniel in the arena. I thought that was cool. It was a nice touch. It was a lot different than anything else I'd seen in the books. Mm-hmm. And I, the, it was cool that there was a little bit of a fight before they squared off with each other. Do you think that Metaniel did that on purpose, like stabbed himself? Or do you think Davian didn't control him, right? Because he, no, he told not Davian to wait.
1: Yeah. So okay, I've yeah, yeah, got yeah. some theories and I want to, I don't, I don't, they're not really fleshed out though. So I think Metaniel is, I always want to say Nathaniel, but Metaniel is a venerate. Why would he kill himself unless he's immortal? He killed himself. So he's going to oh. come out somewhere else. But wouldn't Cassandra
0: know that he was a venerate? Maybe I don't not. know. Yeah. I don't know how good they are at hiding their.
1: That's hiding a good. Themselves. That's a good
0: theory, though. I mean, it makes sense. Like we'll probably see Mataniel again. They wouldn't even name him.
1: Yeah, and I think he is, and I think Elric is also a Venerate, and I think he's the same Venerate as Mataniel because the sign that he gives is the sign that he he only knew it because of the swordsmanship that he took from elric's brain when he read him when he did the um, i know kung fu move on top of the wall before the blind attack in the first book and he had to know that either that or being like i really hope this guy knows super swordsman secret hand symbols
0: right oh yeah i think you're i mean that's something that i didn't even pick up on that's a nice one chad thank you and he and elric kind of just bounces for no good
1: reason he's like i don't want my sister to know i'm not gonna tell you but it's like i just gotta deal with some stuff i don't think he's dealing with the stuff that he reported to be deal- i don't think it has anything to do with the song of swords tournament
0: all right i have a question and i hope you can answer this because i'm this is one of the parts i just couldn't figure out okay i'll do my best what was up with Diara showing up in the DoKen? Like, how did she get in there? I'm glad you asked me this, because I read that
1: chapter a few times, and I think I actually can answer that question to the best of, as it's explained to us thus far in the books. So, there's three ways to my understanding of getting inside a ken. One is the tributary. I believe that thing gives you the ability to go into it. I think that's like a doorway. Second is through the accessing the mind of its creator using that as a doorway. And the third would be a key. And so I think the creator can say, much like a port key in Harry Potter, like the, my mouse, my computer mouse is a docking key and I can use that as a get door to get in there.
0: Oh, it's what the rings are, right? There's like a ring in the chamber. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you maybe. No, no, it <laughs> probably is. I'm glad you said that, because like I said, together we make a smart person
1: who notices yeah. things. So yeah, I think... It's not, you know, obviously Diara does not have access to Caden, so there's the mind out. If she knew where Asha was in the tributary, even Asha says this would have been a totally different conversation if she knew where I was, because she holds all the power at that point. She could just kill her. And, and destroy the boundary, I would I would think. So it has to be the key.
0: Okay. Um, so what What was... a
1: key is, how she got it, where that's chilling, how many that belong to each document? I have no idea.
0: Okay, yeah, I was worried that I had, like, really missed something there
1: yeah I was, I was really worried about that too i was like why did she even know have the conversation because like obviously they want the boundary walls to go down and so that she would just like murk her why would she even go in there and
0: take any risk you know well and that leads to my second question is like what is the leverage that she i mean not leverage but what what is it that she's trying to bargain with because it seems like she's trying to say if you can help the venerate if you can help us out we'll set davian free is she, does she mean just like? get out of this thing and let the boundary fall was that what she was asking asha to do not quite what she's asking her
1: to do is to not use her in fact it's almost the opposite of that to not use her powers for anything other than fueling the tributary basically what she's already doing yeah but once she gets out she will have oh, an immeasurable, immense so, okay, okay, ocean of okay. essence.
0: So she's basically um, telling Asha, hey, you're super strong. Just keep doing this. We'll let Davian just, we, we can't have you added to the mix of all of this, right? Yep. Now. She's okay. like, you have a really big stick and you're only allowed to hit this one thing with it. Okay. And then Asha's like, I don't really know about this. This person is yeah. obviously sketchy. I don't want to, you know. Um, but that is kind of interesting that she's like, all right, well, you have a weak. To figure this out or i'm gonna kill you i think asha pulled that off fantastically because yeah. that's exactly what she needed
1: there's so much she doesn't know and she needs some time to think about all of the angles and she played that really well because it'd be easy just to like take the moral ground of like obviously the i'm i'm not gonna win in this uh, deal here so i, I don't want to do it um and you know sucks to that davian's on the line but Still, she made the right call, but she kind of came off confused and like an emotional turmoil after learning that Caden kills Davian in the past future. The, there's another interesting thing here is that Diara doesn't know what will happen if she kills Ashalia inside the dock end. She's like, it might destroy your mind. It might not. Yeah, she can't kill her. She can just destroy the dock end, which will maybe make her go crazy. Okay,
0: I think I understand yeah. now. I really appreciate you illuminating
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you asked me a question about something that I actually understood, because I am going to hit you back with something I hope you understand.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay,
1: what I want to ask you about is the chapter where Caden wakes up, mangled body in the snow, terrible predicament, then he has one memory, then he gets picked up by somebody and has another memory of him talking to uh, Ol- old Orden. Orden, thank you, and Mal Alshash. Right, Alsh- Alshash? Is that right? Alchesh. Chesh, There we go. What is the point of that
0: scene? What are they talking about? Who are the creatures? The scales? What's going on there? Okay, so I'm still a, a little unclear on all of that, but I think that those two chapters are really vitally important to what's going on here. So I agree. So it seems like there's something called a forge, right? And I don't know really. There's a forge and there's a furnace. <laughs> so the, each, each part of the, for, the forge has a different name. But according to the glossary, Alchesh is the first augur. And I don't know if he's an augur at present in that memory or if these series of events lead to him becoming an augur. I think more light needs to be shed on that. I'm kind of leaning towards Alchesh already being an augur because he's kind of significant in Caden's life. Yeah, I liked his personality a lot also. Yeah, I liked Altesh a lot too. So they kind of have that conversation before they even run into Ordon about, you know, Caden was basically, it seemed like Caden was raised by Shaelists. Yeah, and they're like the lizard people. snake Right. People. Um, the Shaelists are actually, I think, what the Dargathan are. The Dargathan were created through a, the Furnace, which is like the Forge, but not really. The Dargathan were created as like kind of a copy, like Dargathan translates to the word copy of the oh, okay. Shaelists. And so they, they meet up with Orden, and it, I think maybe he it's kind of the same thing as like Gyarados with the Lith where like Orden's like the last one or like kind of like this sort of like quasi representative of the Because he did mention he was cool with dying because he's like, my people are dead, you know? Well, so that's the thing is like the Shaelists are all in the Darklands, I guess. Okay. So... Yeah, so Caden and Alcha show up. Caden gives Ordon like 142 of like these scales, Uh which I think are scales from separate Shaelas. And then Ordon shows them this chamber, that the the Venerate call it the chamber. And it seems to be like a way to connect the Shaelas back to the place that isn't the Darklands. I don't, that was a really, really confusing part. But what Orden starts to do, which I thought was a really cool part of the chapter, was he starts connecting those scales to severs, which kind of dissipate the scales and, like, I guess, like, effectively kill off the shaless that are in the Darklands. I think it prevents them from ever returning was kind of the idea that I got. But it's like they kind of, like, die officially so that they're not in that place of torment anymore okay. so it's kind of like releasing them from so Caden is just like what the hell are you doing and Orden's like you okay. didn't give me a choice like this is all your fault you know okay that makes sense because I kind of thought the dark Lens were
1: maybe like a hellish health type situation where when you die you is. go there uh, but I think that you're not really supposed to it's a more like a really bad purgatory and they got stuck there. So I think you're right. And then him destroying the scales freed them to go on to where they're actually. So, because he was happy to die. And why would he be happy to die if he's going to go to the hell, pain, suffering?
0: I mean, I'm, this is this is the best of my ability. This is, I mean, because I think that um, this is all going to be, this is so vital. I think it's going to be touched on even more. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a little bit more light shed on it. But then the last part of the chapter is Alchesh kind of connecting to the forge as well. And that was really creepy at the end of the chapter when he was like, I see everything. Yeah. Didn't know what the hell that meant. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's like kind of my understanding of it. Is, and I don't know really like why I have a <laughs> anywhere, theory like, that I literally
1: just thought of because you just you planted the seeds and watered it a little bit. And I think I'm like, oh, oh, I'm getting it now. I think Caden wanted to create the augers because L took away his ability to see the future and he's trying to figure out if that was a genuine thing or if L is Shemailoth or whatever. And so I think he's trying to create someone, something that has the ability to see the future to see what L doesn't want them to see. I think that's his point. I think I just got that. Ordoth says, because he's about to kill him, right? Cause he's like, no one should have this much power. He's being greedy. And Caden's like, no, he's just being really loyal, which I didn't quite wrap my brain around and still don't. Oh, But I see what he you're was saying, he man. was going to kill him. And then he goes, no, I'll wait 30 days and that should be long enough for you to see him what he wants, for, for him to see what you want him to see is probably what he says. And then after that, you know, I will sever the connection.
0: Which right.
1: clearly I don't think
0: that happens. I think that, like I said, This is a really, really important couple of chapters, and I don't think that this is all we're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in what's going on here. This is obviously super, super integral to what's going on. Um, And I think that as more light gets shed on it, we will understand a lot more about about a lot of other things, too.
1: Yeah, I'm very curious as to the Darklands. I want to know more about them. I think that's like an
0: alternate dimension of some sort or something yeah, i don't know i could be wrong does, like it could does, be a does
1: real... el and Shemeloth, is that where Shemaloth is supposed to birth from is that where he makes his birth i think so okay um and then they also had a very interesting conversation that i got no actual answers out of about the origin of the forge because they, they were kind of debating whether or not like el actually made it or if it was there before they kind of had like a chicken and egg conversation and i didn't understand it um no shade if you don't remember that detail either
0: that was like the longest. Really reading experience I've had with these books was like trying to dissect the mm-hmm. particular because I, I could feel just by reading it, how much you know, was, there's weight, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm confident that we'll find out more about what was going on there for sure. I did want to touch really quickly on l took away the venerant's ability to see through time when they swore themselves to him. The only visions of the future they have seen are the ones that he has given them. Hello, yeah, that's like, a red flag.
1: Not like manipulation station, right there.
0: <laughs> like, like what kind of? Hey,
1: so you guys have this one power that could be really a problem for seeing the truth, and I'm gonna take that <laughs> one power. Like, I know you're a soldier, but I just need the swords. I uh, thought so that was fun,
0: and Caden's just yeah. like, oh, I'm having a lot of trouble deciding, like, what side. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good indicator, but I could be wrong. I mean, you know, it's it's always a little more complicated than that but i don't think caden's stupid or anything but it is weird to uh, see him wrestling so much with something that's so obviously yeah a bad thing
1: um i do want to compliment james's ability to make really cool and unique single rooms just like one room that's awesome Ooh, what's going on in here? You know, there's all like disappearing walls and like technology and like hardened con over here and flows of essence over here and there's always like a, the his equivalent of the book the sliding bookshelves going
0: on or little places that you might be able to like hit up a essence node and drain some of that, you know. There's like that really cool chamber that. Um, Asha and Brashada, but not Brashada. Find under Dylanus. You remember that like oh, tiny yeah. little part? Yeah, that was a really awesome little chamber. Yeah, they, nothing has yeah. even happened there. They just like that's where
1: they meet Layman, or is that the uh, one where that, the pillars? Yeah, Layman's
0: down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Layman's down there. That was a there, really okay. cool part. Well, no, he yeah. wasn't in that room, but he was. Yeah, he was in he the owned.
1: altar room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we could talk more about the room because uh, th- that part's in the next section there. But the moving plates in Gassandra's little room, where it's like obviously he has a everything is made from like metal plates i got the idea and yeah. they can shift and move and it was like it was just cool what is the extent of words telling people to do stuff forcing them powers is that just
0: administrators and gifted or is that everyone it seems like it's everybody okay i think so too because administrators aren't necessarily gifted right no no they're not they're definitely okay. not gifted. so if there's no they don't That's really like the have anything with where yeah yeah so they don't have any like real ability that would differentiate them from the rest of the john q public right Yes, except that Gifted have to do what they say. Yeah, but what I'm saying is um, if Weir can control an administrator, then he can control the rest of the public too because the administrators are no different than the rest of right? So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yes, I think you're totally right. With all of that, I think we can head right into our second synopsis. Okay. After the gladiator scene,
1: Davian is led to the area of the city in which Fessi died, that the citizens do not dare to go. Even the guards escorting him are wary as they lead him deeper into this area of Ilshan Gothdelth. teth He is handed over to Rethgar and a man named Gelon, who lead him to the chamber Davian has had visions of, containing the thirteen proxies controlled by Cassandra. Gassandrid inquires as to how Davian managed to control his opponent in the ring and force him to kill himself. During which, Davian overhears a conversation between Diara, one of the Venerate, and Gassandrid, giving him hope that Caden is still free and perhaps getting closer to freeing him. Davian is banished to the darkest hole Gassandrid knows after he admits he will never join their side. Thrown into a strange realm, Davian quickly begins not to wonder where he is, but when. Inside this mysterious land, he meets a man named Raelith, who reveals to Davian that him and all the others were sent here by Gassandrid and are prisoners to this place and have the task of searching an abandoned town for metal. Davian joins forces with Rayleth, who agrees to help him and begins to search for a way out. In Ilin Ilan, Wur is training vigorously to hone his leadership skills in the field of combat by hosting and leading a series of war games to train him and his men. Aaron and Wur begin planning how to prepare the people of Ilin Ilan for retreat and ultimately the abandonment of Ilin Ilan should the worst come to pass. Caden visits a training yet extremely worried Asha in the Dokken after Siner reveals its location to him and reveals to Asha there may be a way to free her and still keep the boundary from collapsing. It is also revealed that Ellie, the mysterious person living inside the Dokken, is in fact Caden's recreation of his original wife, Eliandra.
0: I really loved all of the Davian chapters in this whole section. Same, they were excellent, really vivid. Uh, what is what is Zvelar? It's like this city that Cassandra is from, but there was some kind of like cataclysm. This is where Davian gets sent, right? Right. Yeah, that was yeah. The, you know, so after the conversation with Cassandra, Cassandra like mm-hmm. banishes him or like sends him through some kind of weird thing, and then Davian shows up and kind of wanders around this horrible like Mordor type landscape I like almost and, see it in black and white in my mind right it's really really bleak but it's not the dark lands it's this place called so. Zvelar. okay and I You're thought sure it was it's a not dark the dark lands I'm fairly certain because, okay okay because I think it's it's said somewhere else that gassandred is from Zvelar okay I missed that I'm glad you caught that yeah like it used to be like this populated city but like all the other people that are around like rayleth i think this this person that davian's talking to tells him that they all got sent there as well but like there's this weird time dilation too where like no one really knows what time it is or how much time has passed right or anything. and so they had all been sent in and they it also says that they don't know whether the cataclysm was a result of them being sent there or if it was just a coincidence that it had happened at the same time that they had been but a lot of them died right away like when, yeah
1: but so I thought maybe, all of that
0: was really interesting, for sure. Yeah, I definitely got the impression that they showed up at
1: the, at some sort of event. You know, like a lot more people are going to die during the volcano than after the volcano, and so I think they showed up while the volcano was exploding, so to speak. Uh, but but I could be wrong on that. I don't really know. I'm glad that you noticed that Cassandra was from there because I totally missed that. It's obviously full of a bunch of like, for lack of a better term.
0: Um, Uh, like radiation creatures you know (laughs) right yeah i mean because um there are the banes yeah and there's this one called an algoriat and it wasn't described like super super well but it sounds really really terrifying i think they have an ability to mess with time they're like the only bane that can do that i think is that the thing that ellie in the dock in has asha
1: fight that says that can mess with time right okay it's
0: one of those things okay Um, but i want to know more about those things for sure but i just like all of that a lot the landscape was described in a really really cool way davian hasn't always been my favorite character and they haven't always been my favorite chapters to read but Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed myself reading these for sure and it wasn't like this long weird info dump or anything it was just davian seeing this really wild area and talking to this guy and it was very fantastical and very vivid and i just really enjoyed that part and it's funny because um some of the back and forth that i've seen kind of online about the first part of this book is that davian's not really doing anything and it's really weird i don't know i kind of like it i kind of like what davian's doing me too he's like this is like the most interesting that davian has ever been he's in the most
1: interesting places not only gosh del deltel land
0: ilshan goth Del Teth.
1: Thank you. Ilshan Gath Del Teth which I got such a like dark, evil vibe from like the
0: place just like eeps like sickly evilness out of its pores. It kind of reminded me of like when you go through the Oblivion gates in Oblivion. Yes. That's uh-huh. kind of the vibe that I got.
1: And so he goes into this dark land and that place has been taken over by like I'm just going to keep call it the, the radiation juice, the leprosy juice juice. And he he has a very unique ability to use essence, which no one else does.
0: But he can't draw it from anywhere. It seems
1: like. Yeah. So he did manage to fill up his reserve before going in there. So I wonder if like the clock has ticked on Davian before he becomes dead, dead, not just one dead. Were we ever present
0: when Fessy died? No, it just kind of says she. She's in there. Yeah, she's. I thought it was kind of. uh, I thought it was weird because Davian seemed like at least kind of resigned to the fact that she was dead. Yeah, seemed, and I was like, no, she's definitely not because this would be a way different. They wouldn't just kill Fessy off. She's been right. We wouldn't all hear three. about it in right. passing.
1: No. You know, like you know, maybe, she's not dead. And not. I think she's in yeah, maybe. Um, she, I think she's in this place. You think and so? I think, oh yeah, I think okay. David's gonna run into her, and together they're gonna find their way out.
0: What do you think about that weird chapter?
1: Um, well, I mean, it was
0: so forgettable. Right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It's such a bummer because, like, I love weir so much, but. Uh, he feels a little, you know, done dirty in this book. He has like these three chapters, and they're over the first. Oh, 250 yeah, we're two hundred and fifty pages, pages yeah. in, and we, I like he—he's <laughs> training. He's training. My paragraph on weir was just
1: like tiny little chunk. You know, he's just like training. He has one kind of meaningful conversation with Aaron, which is just kind of annoying because every poor weir. This town has gone through total hell. He's like, okay, guys, I will step aside if I'm wrong. Let's go up to the battery Super right, super right, proven, and then still. <laughs> Still, no one is believing him. There's like, we're really afraid of you. He could have, he has the power to be the dictator of all dictators, but is given no credit for not using it at every turn, which I would.
0: I mean, maybe I wouldn't. It's a pretty believable set of circumstances, though, honestly. It's like, you know, you have, like, this, this governing body who's just super set in their ways and, like, really against the idea of, like, a gifted... They're just like, nope, this is just a technicality that you're even here. You probably killed your mom. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I did, They didn't say that, but... You're all bedwetters. They're what thinking you- it. But, yeah, it is... It is a, I, I like the conversation between him and Aaron because they have, like, this kind of uncomfortable companionship, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like... There's a lot there and Aaron's uncomfortable. Everyone's uncomfortable. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do when all hell breaks loose, which probably inevitably will.
1: And simultaneously figuring out their own dynamic. I was actually pretty proud of, I mean, I'm always proud of where he's just a good guy, but like he was very much thinking Aaron actually might have saved my life if you wouldn't have changed my dad my dad might have killed me or totally. you know he's just very open-minded about the whole thing and that's pretty big of him
0: he's just the coolest and it sucks that we have such an awesome character that's kind of just he's kind of relegated to this political like even when you think there's a battle going on it's like war games nope. and it's just, it's just kind fake. of lame and I
1: told you in book one when he was, he became king I was like wow that was fast I was like that's kind of sad though because he's stuck here now because the king right. can't leave and that's
0: Turns out that was was true. Don't get me wrong. I do love some intrigue in a book, but he is just walking around talking to people. Walking and talking. I'd rather him running and hiding. And he is a gifted. He has powers, but he can't like, you know, he's he's like consciously deciding not to use them. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a bummer.
1: Yeah, he's like the uh, most underused, overpowered character
0: that there is. Because he can control anyone on the planet, basically, to do what he wants by telling them. But that's really good for his character, right? It's like, it's like he has all this ability and he's choosing not to, he's trying to do it the right way, mm-hmm. even though he's been, you know, even Teyrus has been like, you could probably
1: use it a little bit. I mean, everyone else is struggling from like, they're imprisoned, they're tortured, their food, water, basic things. Um, and his is really a struggle with himself, a struggle with morality, which is interesting that we have those kind of conversations in the book always adds a little bit more depth.
0: What do you think is going on with, so Caden goes and talks to Asha. In the Doken. it's actually his wife, Ellie is. Mm-hmm. Alluvia, Alluvia, uh, Alluvia, uh, Alluvia, Alluvia. and Asha and Caden are talking, and Caden tells Asha, "We can get you out of here, and we can go free Davian, and we the we don't have to let the boundary fall. We can go. F- we can. Are they going to use the the lith? Or I was I was really unclear on all of that. I didn't really know what was going on there. I'm not going to be very much healthier either because uh, it didn't no. seem yeah. like he gained any
1: information new beyond when he took, when she got in the tributary. And I mean, he's had many deep conversations and a lot of visions and, you know, he's fallen unconscious a few times, but I don't, I don't know why he didn't suggest this originally.
0: I mean, he might not have known about it. Yeah. But And I thought maybe that the conversation were like the memory that he had of Ordan and Elchesh in the forge chamber and stuff, I thought maybe that was what he was talking about. But he was also talking about the lith, and so I don't. Are they going to like connect the lith to the forge, and then power the boundary that way, or something? I, I don't know really like what all of this is. Um, that was that was just really confusing for sure. Like I get that that net, like now they have to go do another thing so that Asha can go help free Davian or whatever. And I'm excited to see whatever that is, but. It's really unclear what they're going to do. They need to keep that boundary up, obviously. I really was confused as well. I got the impression that they figured out
1: some way that they can leave the shadows and the lift's power there.
0: What mechanism that... I think it might be the forge. Okay. I think. I don't know. I like th- That would all line up really well, right? Like Kaden having that memory and stuff. Mm-hmm, that would. I don't know.
1: I don't think that we were actually told because they don't know the mechanism in which asha can leave the tributary so they're like talking right and he's just like what if there is a way and she's like obviously i'd be stoked about that and then he's saying you know Asar and drail and seer and i all had ideas about how this could be done believe me when i say none of us wanted to build these monstrosities and we searched hard for an alternative none of us had the technical knowledge to implement theories though
0: so maybe it's something we haven't seen before.
1: Yeah. He says, I think I know who might now, but there is no point in me pursuing it if you are not willing to help. He's like, hey, I know you're like trapped and they're really enjoying yourself in this like infinite torture machine.
0: But if there's a possibility to end it, would you like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's going to say yes to that, man. But see, what I'm trying to figure out is like between the end of the second book where Asha is basically forced to get into this tributary, there's no other option, right? Mm-hmm. So between then and now, Caden has obviously learned something different, right? And the only thing I can really think that he's really learned is this forge, so I think that's got to be it, right? I mean, unless it's something, because if it's not that, then they shouldn't have put Asha in there in the first place.
1: Yeah, and I think the original, either it's the last of the serpent kind, or or Orkoth, or the... um... Ordon. Ordon, thank you. (laughs) Orkoth is the one that's in Dylannis, right? I don't know, man. It's like, why would you name two <laughs> snake people with ORKs, like Ordon or Orkoth? I think it's there's like, snake I think language, Orkoth. man. It's like it's a John or- and a James. Oh, my know? gosh. Um, okay, and then uh, it's either him or the other guy that was in there that he turns into the first auger.
0: I think it's just one of those things where it seems kind of confusing right now, and we'll probably mm-hmm. figure it out later. And we'll talk about it in the next episode, and it'll all seem clear. Uh, hopefully, there's some more clarity with the signer conversation because honestly man i have really no idea what was going on in that conversation it was yeah it was very like the end of the matrix reloaded for Mm -hmm. me
1: yeah and he says the existence of the siphon is proof that what we are talking about is technically possible so he's he's going to link up some sort of mechanism to put a replacement person inside that tributary and and give him that
0: essence juice All right. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it. Obviously we could just sit here and kind of just conjecture about a million different things, but it's the first part of the third book. And I think a lot more is going to be made clear to us in the next 250, 300 pages. And then we're in for quite the ending apparently. And then we'll be done with Vicanius. We'll be all done. It's been a wild ride.
1: With a bit of sadness that you say goodbye to your friends, but I am looking forward to the next thing on the list.
0: There are definitely like a few characters here that I really am gonna like I'm I'm gonna miss Asha. I'm gonna miss Caden. still don't really care that much about Davian. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I'm not gonna miss
1: Davian. I'll probably miss like, a little worr. You know, he's not yeah, like weird. the most
0: interesting, yeah. but he's just a good guy to have around. Yeah, I mean like I I just really like Asha Weir and Caden. Mm-hmm. Like I always know something cool is gonna happen in those chapters, but I've been proved wrong. I mean, now the Weir chapters are not my favorite, and I really like the Davian ones too. If there's anything I want to see more of? It's them working together. I would like that. Yeah, and that's I was excited to see Caden kind of get in there with Asha. I was excited at the end of the second book when they all kind of seemed to be getting mm-hmm. back together, and then they all split off again. So, like, hopefully, they all, you know, in true epic fantasy fashion, they all come back at the end.
1: Fellowship reunites.
0: Right. And we'll have that that big cool ending. Oh man. Hopefully, or uh, maybe we'll we will have. Tons and tons of other questions. If so,
1: I'll be hopping into Reddit and just like being
0: mad. You guys (laughs) promised. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Chad and I kind of theorize about a book we barely started. Really appreciate all your patience. If you've already read these books, <laughs> because we are throwing all kinds of theories out. You've already read these books and you're still with us, like you are a kind soul. Thank you so much. <laughs> but that's some of the that's that's something I really love about reading these kinds of trilogies and series in general, is like I really like making those kinds of predictions. And even if I'm wrong, usually the reason I'm wrong is really cool. Totally. Like I mean, I think I like being right more. Yeah, I like being right more than I like being wrong, but still sometimes I'm
1: like I'm happy that I'm wrong it's more fun. He's I don't like, think what?
0: I don't know if we're right that anybody is anybody that we think they are. Like I don't, I don't know either. Yeah. Like, I think fun. we
1: nailed the talcumar shash one. That's one's the only one that I'm like I'm 95% sure on that.
0: Chad, as always, it's been a blast. Everybody listening, really appreciate you being here. Thank you so
1: much. As always, if you would like to support us, the link to our Patreon is in the description beneath this episode.
0: And if you'd like to join our Discord, we also have a link to the Discord in the description and it's been a blast talking to all of you in there and of course if you want you can send us an email at book.reviews.kill keep in mind
1: we're going to be sending questions to james eilington so if you have any questions that you would like asked anything about him personally or about the books that he write anything at all please email those to book.reviews.kill at gmail.com we'll get them answered
0: for you thanks so much for listening everybody cheers bye everybody Ooh, first one down 33.33% repeating